Welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. What's it like to be known as a side hustle expert who inspired hundreds of women to do their own thing and then during the lockdown decide that doing both really wasn't the direction you wanted to go anymore? Here to talk about that and many other things is today's guest, Holly Marie Haynes. Holly is a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women how to build their dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing their weekends or priorities. Holly believes that you can create a routine you love and with the right strategy product suite, what you're actually selling, and simple systems that you can create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. And we're all looking for that right now, right? And so Holly believes that there is a difference between time management and time freedom. She's going to talk a little bit about that. But what's really noteworthy for me as someone who's known Holly for several years is that after 22 years in corporate strategy work for Fortune 500 companies, she ditched the office to build a business with her husband full time. And the fact that they did that during the pandemic in less than two years with twins just blows me away. So welcome, Holly. I'm so glad to have you with me today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so good to catch up with you. So you invited me to be on your podcast. I think we did meet on Instagram like we'd been talking about before the show. We're like, how did we actually meet? And then you were a speaker at Women's Entrepreneurship Day Ohio a few years ago as well. So we've crossed paths in a few different ways. Yeah, I love that. It's so fun to collaborate and especially meet other women who are in Ohio, which doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. And after, you know, a couple of years barely seeing people in person, It's really nice to know that that's possible. And right before we started recording this episode, Holly and I were talking about how we could be together in person. So more on that to come. But last time we spoke, you were just killing it, teaching women how to do a side hustle while working full time. And you did have children at that point too. And I remember saying to you, I couldn't have done that with kids. I just... Maybe if I'd had you as a coach, I would have figured it out. But when I had my two daughters, who are not twins, trying to do a side hustle and work full time and have a strong side hustle. So I will say, you know, a lot of people do a little bit of consulting on the side, but that's not what you were doing. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about what you were doing before lockdown and then how you started to see a different path? forward during lockdown? 
Yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, because you start out with something and it kind of evolves into something completely different. But in January of 2020, I was, I would say at the like height of my corporate career, I had like gotten my master's, I had gotten the job that I always wanted. I had a team, I had the like window office, like on paper, it was like, okay, you made it like this is what you worked for. And I just remember like driving to work being like, I don't know if I can do this for another 20 years. Like I just, it's not that I didn't like my job because I did, but I just felt like it was just, I don't want to say boring because I mean, our days were definitely full, but I just felt like I wasn't getting like all that I needed to get out of it from like a, just a personal standpoint, right? Like I like to be engaged and just to like do things that will inspire others. And I just, I was like, something is off. Like this is not what I expected, but I didn't really know what to do with it. And so in January of 2020, before the pandemic, I was like, you know what? I have done a lot of mentoring and I had started some women's groups in my corporate career. I think it would be really cool if I could somehow help women build a business, right? Like I want to give back to the community. So I had this like idea and I didn't know what to do with it. So I hired a business coach before I even started, right? So I was like, well, somebody surely can show me the way. And I always say that I'm like this weird unicorn that wanted to start a business, but actually have a business background, right? So I was like, I have mm-hmm. like two master's degree, like all these certifications that like nobody knows what they are. Surely I could do this, right? So I hired a coach and the very first thing that we decided to do was to start a podcast. I love podcasts, but the whole basis of that was let's start a community first and see what comes out of it. See what people are asking, see how you can serve them. And so it just was this like very organic mission. I did not have the intention of leaving my job at the beginning because I honestly didn't think it was possible. Like in my head, I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to match my corporate career working eight to 10 hours a week. Like, how do you even do that? I don't even know. Long story short, we launched the podcast literally the day that COVID hit the United States. I remember telling my husband, what do I do? Do I just keep going? Is this insensitive? Like, how do I share? And I just did. I kept going and I kept sharing like what I was doing behind the scenes, which I think is super powerful as a tool. If you're building a business, like just share what you're doing. And so I would share like how now my twins who are in kindergarten were at home. We were teaching kindergarten via Zoom, which is crazy. And I was like, you know what? I have to do two podcast episodes a week. I'm going in the basement. And I would share that. I would just share like what I was doing. And then I started getting questions. Well, like, how are you doing this and doing that? And so I started teaching the framework that I now call CEO week of how I created a schedule where I was working eight to 10 hours a week on my side business, which was becoming more of a business at this point because people were asking. And then long story short, it turned into the programs and things that we have now. But I would say, you know, all the way, I would say we were about a year and a half in. And my husband was like, I think this like has some legs. (laughs) Because we were starting to just see some momentum. And I was like, yeah, I think it does too. And you get to a certain point where you start to question like, well, if I, you know, could work 10 hours instead of eight hours, what would Mm -hmm. them do? But my whole mission eventually in leaving my corporate career was I don't want to work more. <laughs> like that's the whole point. I did not leave my job to work 50 hours a week in my business. So even to this day, I still maybe average two to four hours a day. That is my whole goal. And so my 
mission to teach how to build a full-time business on a part-time schedule is still the same. It just looks a little bit different for me now because I did eventually leave my corporate role. That's amazing. So you're still working basically a part-time schedule. I'm sure that jaws are dropping as people are listening to this. And your revenue was such that not only you could comfortably leave your corporate job, but your husband also left his job, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my husband actually stayed home with my girls when they were born. So I have twins. They're eight now. He does real estate as well. And so we came up with a plan of like how we were basically going to live off of the business salary, which has been pretty cool. I mean, there's bits of up and downs. It's not all like sparkles and rainbows over here, but it's been a really cool transition. I love that you said that because you and I have talked about the fact that, you know, we're stepping outside of our comfort zone to do this work and that you have to try new things because that's the only way to learn and grow. Unless you suddenly out of the box are like, oh, I like doing exactly this much work and making exactly this much money. And I don't know anyone who's ever said that. So talk a little bit about some of the learnings that you had along the way and how they've helped. You know, I would say the biggest learning that, and I say this quite a bit, is consistency will trump talent every single time. And so I think a lot of the times when you start a business or you're in business and no matter what your goals are in business, we all want the like secret sauce. Well, if I just do this for this one last time, then it's going to work. Or I just do this for two weeks straight, then it's going to work. And for me, I was like, going into this, I cannot burn out because this is a like five to 10 year plan, right? Like I can't do this like super quick sprint where I'm going to work 80 hours a week because one, it's not possible with our family. And two, like I want this to last for a long period of time. So I think one of the biggest lessons learned that I still follow is like, what are the things that you can do consistently every single day? And can you continue at the schedule that you're currently at? So when I start to get overwhelmed and I start to be like, oh my gosh, like I have 800 things to do. I always ask myself like, can you keep going at the pace that you're going? Because if you truly want to build a business that lasts, you have to build it in like the everyday activities that you're doing. And so I try really hard to focus on like, what's the one thing that's going to move the needle forward today? It might just be one thing. And then what's the one thing that's going to move the needle forward tomorrow? And it sounds so basic, but I think, you know, having those like simple questions and simple systems is really what gets you there faster. I love that. So can you tell people here, and I know there are some people who have talked about having their spouse involved in their business. So what does that look like? You also have a VA, correct? You still have Yeah, we actually have a a decent sized team now. Oh, good. Yeah. So my, I have a virtual assistant. She was my very first hire and I hired her to repurpose content, which is like one of the number one things that I teach. And that is like, let's work smarter, not harder. So spend the time creating content because content builds trust and trust equals sales, right? But how can you take that content and be in like 10 different places? So she was my very first hire and has since sort of grown with me and is now our community manager. So she manages, helps me behind the scenes with like our membership and our mastermind. And it's been really cool to see that sort of growth. And then my husband actually does, I call it customer service and business analytics, which is definitely a corporate term, but 
we found as we were growing that there are a lot of questions around how do I reset my password? Or we have a mm-hmm. like a physical planner that we ship and like people need to change their address or they had questions about like what their subscription was. And so we have sort of worked for him to take all that over. So if you email support, he's support. He does an amazing job at it and is, I think, way better at it than I am. But also, I think it's nice for people to talk to someone other than me in a way where they know that they're still connected to me. So he does all of that. And then he's very into data. So he will dig into our email analytics or if we're running ads, like our ad analytics. And like I always say, facts, not feelings. So like, what are the facts saying, right? The facts tell me that podcast episodes help us grow the most, right? Because people relate to you, not paid ads. So we'll look at the analytics and he'll look at the analytics and he works through that. And then we just hired an operations manager and she does more of, I would just say special projects depending on what's going on. Because again, my goal is to grow, but to still only work three to four hours a day. So good for you. What about the people that support you? Are they on kind of flexible schedules too? Yeah. So we do, we have a monthly team meeting. So once a month where we're on Zoom, they live all over the country. And then we just use Slack. So we just communicate via Slack. And, you know, I want to help them grow too. Like my operations director was actually a member of my mastermind and then I hired her. And so it's been really fun to just like be able to serve and support them as well and just do it in a very sort of organic way, but also making sure that they're behind our mission. And so, yeah, it's been really cool. (laughs) That's amazing, Holly. I'm so, so happy for you. So tell our listeners a little bit about who you work with and how you help them. Yeah. So I always like to say that my ultimate goal is to help mostly female entrepreneurs build a full-time business on a part-time schedule. So if you're just getting started at your business, I'm going to teach you how to build that foundation. Like, who are you? What do you share? How to share it? What content do you create? Like, how do you actually get people to purchase from you? And if you're further along in your business, then, you know, what systems can you set up to save time? Who should you hire? What's your strategy for the next three to five years? And so I love this because I've taught strategy for so long, but it's so much more interesting for me to teach strategy to people who I could actually see that are building a business as opposed to like Fortune 500 executives. Not that I didn't love my teams in the world, but it's super cool to see. Yeah. So I definitely, I always say, help you build sort of the foundation of your house. But then once you have that foundation, you can scale up into our masterminds and some of the higher levels where we're like, I always say like doing the decorating, right? Because I think so often people will want to do the decorating first because it's more fun, right? It's more fun to hire someone. It's more fun to do the logo and the marketing, but you've got to have that foundation first. So that's why I teach. I love that. And you also have a podcast, Crush the Rush, and talk a little bit about the podcast and the stories that you've been sharing with people. Yeah. I mean, the podcast, honestly, was the tool, the very first tool I ever launched as part of this business that I mentioned. And it was really just a way for me to share behind the scenes of like what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and also a way to connect with people that's not social media. So one of the big things that I always teach is social media is not a business strategy. So whether or not you post on Instagram three times a day doesn't matter, right? Like you've got to have something behind it that's like fueling that. 
And so that's what I teach on the podcast. It's very much a sneak peek into like building your foundation and the strategies and systems that we use. I also tend to do, we do two episodes a week. So Tuesdays are, I have guests come on and then Fridays are me. And I, a lot of times we'll do like sneak peeks or I'll do like, Hey, here's what's going on in our business. Like I just recorded an episode about my like TikTok experience and how it's not for me and it's probably not going to work long-term, but I wanted to try it. And so I'll share like what I did and what I learned just so, you know, people can sort of hear a different perspective. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's really, really great. So you have a mastermind. You do VIP days for one-on-one. You do... Yeah, we have a membership. Uh, Yeah, I just saw that at the Crush the Rush Club. Yeah, my whole goal and one of the things that I love teaching is how to build a product suite, right? So the whole goal is that you have a product suite that serves customers at different levels because somebody that's at the beginning level is very different than somebody's at like an intermediate or advanced level. So we have master classes inside the club membership, which helps serve that like beginner, I'm just getting started. What do I do? And then inside the club, we also do one-on-one coaching and things like that, which help get you to that intermediate and advanced level. And then it's like a staircase, right? So you might start in the club and then graduate to the mastermind. Our mastermind has an alumni community. After you're in that, you might go back down to the club because you want like a different level of support. And so I sort of used my corporate background to create this product suite where people could go in and out of based on the level of support that they would like and, you know, what level you're at in your business. I love it. I think it's so smart. You really exemplify what you teach. So, you know, you're basically saying this is what I created and how it's working and how you can adapt this for your own business. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you're planning if you can, you know, maybe not spill all of the news, but share a little bit about what's next for you. Like, how are you looking to grow right now? Yeah, it's so interesting because I am such a doer and I say an ex-workaholic. So I'm always like, my brain is like always to the next thing. And so my whole goal this year was to not create anything new. So it was a super hard challenge for me because one of the things that I truly believe in is that you have to do something like at least two or three years to see if it's going to stick, right? Like, is the membership going to stick? Is the mastermind going to stick? Is our planner going to stick? So we're just sort of coming out of that like one year challenge. I always give myself a challenge. And so we're really looking into retreats have been super popular. Like if I go back to like the whole facts, not feelings, like everyone loves our mastermind retreats. So really thinking about how to grow the mastermind in a way that can serve more people and have more retreats. We've done them in Columbus, but we've also done them sort of all over the country, which has been really fun. And then I honestly don't know. I mean, my whole goal this fall and winter is to just slow down a minute because it's been quite a ride the last three years. And then even taking the plunge from not being in corporate anymore, I think. Yeah. I'm not saying it's difficult, but it's definitely different. And there's like a whole different mindset that goes with being a full-time entrepreneur. And so I'm trying to give myself some white space at the end of the year to like really figure out like what that next creative space is. And then as a family, we actually have a goal to travel 
every quarter. So we're actually leaving for Europe here in 10 days. How so fun. Where are you yeah. going? We're going to Scotland and England for like 14 days. We took the girls out of school. And so our goal is to really like truly embrace that we have this opportunity. And I keep joking that I'm going to be at like the top of the Isle of Skye area in Scotland and my next creative idea is going to come to me. So it probably if that happened. Yeah. 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 No, that sounds amazing. I love that. I think traveling with children is so important. We got to take our girls to some amazing places and they'll always remember that. Yeah. Seems like it's something that really, really stays with you. So Holly, I'm like so excited to reconnect with you and see all the things that you're doing because I thought you were amazing the first time we met with all that you were juggling. And I just love how you've blended in or really recreated. This is what I want my life to look like. And this is how my business can enable it Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, kind of living to work kind of thing, which, you know, we were a lot of times raised to do. And it's just as you get out there and do it, it feels like there has to be more. So I'm so glad that you found that, which kind of leads into the last question I typically ask people. So this is called The Prosper Project. And this podcast is really about having entrepreneurs share their own definition of success and how they got there. And so now that you're at a place, and you probably already always have been, but now that you're at a different place and can talk about what it means for you to prosper, how would you describe that? Yeah, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head and I actually teach it quite a bit. And that is to design your day-to-day, right? Like your day-to-day schedule first. Like how do you want an average normal day to look? And so From the beginning, I had like really simple goals like I want to go to yoga on Monday morning at 9 a.m. Or I want to get my kids on the bus, but I also want to be the one to get them off the bus. Or I want to have a Monday where I don't have any meetings. I just want to like, it doesn't mean I'm not working, right? It just means that I can do whatever I'd like to do. And so I think prospering to me is that sort of like everyday It's just the normal every day, right? Like we all have these like big travel goals. Like, sure, I'd love to work on the beach with my laptop or whatever. But like, what does the every day look like? And how can that be like the best day? And so I'm always continuing to try to improve that. And that's really been the driver between all the things that we've done. It's like why we launched the membership because there's passive income. Why we have a mastermind because it's group coaching. It helps me control my schedule. And so really looking at that day to day and like, What brings you joy and how can you do more of that? I love it. Holly Haynes, always a pleasure to have you here. You can find out more in our show notes. We will link to Holly's website and to her podcast for more information. And Holly, thank you again. It was just so lovely reconnecting with you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Prosper Project. If you want to grow a peerless, profitable brand, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you find value in our show, please help us reach others by sharing an episode and leaving a review. In appreciation, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more free resources to help you grow your business.